So we're weighing up um, between four planes. Two of them are electric, one's hybrid and one's hydrogen. So we're not sure which one of those planes we'll be bringing into New Zealand yet. We'll decide later on in the, this year and announce it next year. But what we want, and, and it will be obviously a plane that doesn't use fossil fuels to fly, which is how we are going to, or part of how we're going to decarbonise our business. So what we're wanting to sort of test is how that's going to work in New Zealand, whether we've got the right or what sort of infrastructure we need, how we're going to maintain it, how we're going to fly it, how we're going to train our pilots what we're going to carry on it. So it's just kind of a, a, the sort of first part of the process of, you know, changing some of our fleet out to, to, to lower emissions aircraft. Now, you need two airports in order to do this for the trial. What roles Correct. do they play? Well, one's the home base, the home airport, where the plane will live at night and get maintained and, and kind of looked after. So that's home port. And then the other airport will be where it flies to and from. And what will it be carrying? Cargo. So this one's going to be a cargo plane. Um, hopefully, a couple of years later, we'll be flying some passengers around. But you know, in the first instance, um, it'll be a cargo plane. And we're also looking to see what we can fly, what sort of cargo we can fly in it. And so what we're asking airports is to think about that as well. Like what would a sort of a, a whole package look like in terms of a couple of airports, some good product to put in the plane uh, and where it could go to. And what are what is the criteria besides the extension cord to plug the plane into? What else are you looking <laughs> for? If only it was that easy. Um, well, um, there's quite a few sort of operational requirements, but one of the main ones is range. So it needs to be depending on which plane we, we buy, it can fly up to 400 kilometres. But you know, if it's an electric plane, it'll be quite a lot shorter than that. So airports that aren't too far away from each other that have a, a hangar and, and uh, infrastructure that they think they could use to, to fuel it, and by that I mean you know, enough power, enough of a connection to the grid. And they have to have air traffic control, is that right, in a 1,200-metre right. long runway? That's correct, yep. Does it have to be a destination that you are already flying in and out of? That's right, yeah. We, we've asked sort of the airports that we currently fly to. So how many airports does that give you as a starting point? 20. Okay. And do the airports have to fund any of the infrastructure that you may require for this? It's a really good question and it will depend in, in terms of the the cost, it will depend a little bit on what plane we fly. But for this initial plane in 2026, we won't be making a profit out of it. It's, a, it's going to be a sort of a not-for-profit kind of pilot um, because we know that there will be some expense in setting up the infrastructure and, and we'll look at the cost of that as we go forward into a sort of more formal RFP process. But we're hoping that we get enough sort of willing partners or a coalition of people together that we can reduce the costs quite significantly. But it won't be being passed on to customers, obviously, because it's cargo and in New Zealand certainly not looking to make um, any profit of it. We're just really wanting to learn and to sort of set up the regulatory framework and the infrastructure we need, you know, going forward. So are there aviation rules already in place that cover these sorts of planes? Well, not really. Um, uh, there's actually, this is another sort of cool thing for New Zealand is that we'll be one of the first, especially like a flag-carrying airline like ours, one of the first airlines to start flying these planes. So in that regard, we've got quite a lot of work to do to sort of get the CAA comfortable and airways comfortable um, to make, and, and then we'll have to develop how we fly the planes, the sort of processes and um, policies ourselves. Um, there isn't really any kind of, there's like little non-commercial um, operators around the around the world, but not like we're doing, not a commercial demonstrator for an airline like ours here in New Zealand. Kitty, I look out the window today and it's an absolute stinker, right? So whether it plays a part in how mm -hmm. far aircraft can go, even if they're fueled, you know, like uh, with fossil fuels, wind and all the rest of it, is that going to be a consideration in choosing an airport, the weather? 
Yeah, I think it will be. Um, but these planes are all, you know, be able to fly in, in the rain, obviously. But that will come into the range. Like, we obviously need the range that's right for the plane and also an alternative airport and, 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 to, and to better, you know, deal with things like weather. So that's all part of our kind of safety, um, our, our operational are operationalizing the safety requirements of that plane. But things like weather, whether there's a lot of fog in that airport, that will also be part of how we weigh up the final decision. The end goal is to replace the fleet and have people flying um, on clean planes, in essence. And it's 2030, isn't it, you want to do that by? Correct? Around about? Not all planes, are, unfortunately. Um, no. we don't. There's no technology at the moment that we can see that will help us with our big jet planes, but we certainly think that the technology is on the right trajectory to um, to, to help us replace our Q300, Q300s, which are, which are um, one of our turboprop planes, and we're going to be replacing those in the 2030s, and you know that's what we're working really hard to ensure that, one, there's a plane that will be able to do that, um, uh, globally somewhere, but also because we're flying these little demonstrators in the next three or four years that we've got the right infrastructure and systems and the airports are ready here in New Zealand to take on that kind of the more frequent fly, uh, more more frequent flying mm. and, and more, more fleet. But overwhelmingly for the rest of our our network, particularly our sort of wide body jets and our domestic jets, is um, we you know we're 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 pretty reliant on um, the scale up of sustainable aviation fuel to decarbonise.